Hey y'all, it's your girl Maria, the spiritual homegirl. It is a beautiful time right now to do a completely off-schedule, quick episode about um, Kwanzaa and the principles of Nguza Saba. So, habarigani y'all. That means what's the word, you know what I'm saying? And usually the way this works is you reply back the principle of the day. For those who don't know, Kwanzaa was established in L.A., in 1966 if i remember correctly and it's founded on seven principles that start on the 26th of december now i would like to go into this in more detail with one of my favorite elders here in south central and he has such a great awesome story about it and i don't want to take away from um from the the wisdom that he has when it comes to um the Nguza saba and kwanzaa and how this is more of a 365 type of situation and not just a December 26th to January 1st situation. So what I will do, though, is do a quick mini episode, which is a crash course on Kwanzaa and then Guzo Saba. So let me get my water and I'm going to be right back. All right. Before we get it popping, I want to thank y'all with my usual note of gratitude. Thank you for listening to the Spiritual Homegirl podcast out of the tens and thousands of podcasts that are in podcast land. You choose to leave me your ears once a week for about an hour or so, and I hella appreciate that. So we're going to get right into this mini episode because it is, um, I really want my elder, one of my favorite elders in South Central to come speak on it. Um, he actually has these really dope Kwanzaa calendars, and they make um, they make the Nguzo Saba a 366-ish um, day practice. Like Kwanzaa is not just a seven-day Thing. It's a way of life and it's honored as such um, through the eyes of my elder. And I really want him to speak on Kwanzaa as he was there from his stories that he tells me. He tells me the backstory about how Kwanzaa was started, the energy of the location of where it initially started, the numerology behind how it was started. My elder is very, very dope. And I want to get him on the show. So I'm going to make it a very uh, short mini episode because ultimately, it is he that is able to flesh out the uh, subject matter of, of Kwanzaa and Nguzo Saba through his experience. That's why I love elders so damn much. They have so many great um, stories and they have so much wisdom. And again, in a society where people that haven't lived it talk to it as if they do. Um, and, you know, I, he's a person that's actually lived it. So I'm really about people that's lived stuff talking this stuff, you know? So my elder, I really want to get him on. But I'll cover the basics just so people understand. So from December 26th to January 1st, this is a celebration that honors African heritage and African-American culture. I'm personally not with the, the arguments between ADOS and, um, and other people, other black people of the continent or other Africans that are not of America. I think it's a very divisive um, argument. I understand the concern of not wanting to be uh, quote unquote, phased out to a degree from an ADOS perspective, because I do come from an ADOS parent and I also come from a parent that has Caribbean roots. Um, so I understand, but at the same time, I'm not with the divisiveness. I feel like in the climate that we're in, that's doing more harm than good. Um, yeah, and there's a principle uh, of Kwanzaa that actually addresses that. We'll get to that in just a moment. So basically, Dr. Milana Koranga founded this holiday in 1966 again my other elder um he actually again has has his own backstory as to what he witnessed when that all started um and usually these names are um where these things are all celebrated here in america and they're also celebrated in other places of the world too 
Um, so I think that's really dope. It's, it's again, it's a, it's a Pan-African celebration, but it's also has a nod to African-American culture as well as the candles um, for our tradition are in our colors, African-American colors, red, black, and uh, green. So um, there's sometimes there's drumming, there's feasts, there's singing, dancing, storytelling, um, there's gifts, which I'll explain in just a moment. So it's a really cool um, seven day thing. But for me, I always look at it as a reflective time for me. Like I always look and I, I look at the principles each day and I wonder like, have I done a good job projecting this principle or embodying this principle? And I'll be having a self check. Sometimes I'll be more, I don't, I don't be, I don't be on like I, like I be on. Like, you know, everybody's not perfect. Um, so for me, it's like, this is a time for me to self-reflect. So basically each principle of the Nguza Saba is seven days. So there's seven principles. And, um, every day a candle is lit on a canara. So basically a candle holder holds seven candles. There's seven candles for seven principles. There's a seven day celebration. So that means there's one day per celebration or in terms of like one principle to be discussed while we celebrate. So we're going to celebrate Umoja today. So since it's the first day, it's Umoja and that represents unity. That's the Nguzo Saba principle for today, the, the, the 26th of December. So it's basically striving for and maintaining unity in the family, community, nation, and race. Then the second one, which will be tomorrow, is Kuchi Chagulia. That's self-determination to define ourselves, name ourselves, create for ourselves, and speak for ourselves. Ujima, collect the work and responsibility to build and maintain our community together and to make our brothers and sisters' problems our problems and solve them together. Number four, Ujama, cooperative economics, to build and maintain our own stores, shops, and other businesses and to profit from them together. Principle number five is Nia, that means purpose, to make our collective vocation the building and developing of our community in order to restore our people to their traditional greatness. Kumba, creativity, to always do as much as we can in the way we can in order to leave our community more beautiful and beneficial than we inherited it. And on the last day, it's January 1st, and they celebrate Imani, which is faith, to believe with all our heart our, in our people, our parents, our teachers, our leaders, in the righteousness and victory of our struggles. Now, with every tradition, regardless of culture, there's, pr- there's uh, principles and then there's symbols. So the symbols, primary symbols of... Sorry, y'all. One of my elders literally just called me. I apologize. But I want to talk about the symbolism of um, of Kwanzaa. As we know, like I said before, every tradition, regardless of origin, regardless of who celebrates it, does have their principles and they have their symbols. So, again, this is a very basic overview of Kwanzaa and the Nguzo uh, Saba. But one symbol is the Mazao, which is uh, crops. Mazao are basically representative of the fruits of the collective planning and work. Fruits of the labor, if you will. Um, and also the joy and the sharing and the unity and Thanksgiving um, part of our African Harvest Festivals. So some people will do something or use a um, mkeka, which is a placemat. So they'll put like nuts, fruits, vegetables that represent those fruits of the labor or the work onto the placemat. So going to the second symbol, the mkeka is the placemat. So... It's basically saying that the same way we put the fruits of our hard labor on the placemat, what we do in today stands on the work built from the past. So that represents the historical and um, traditional foundation of our people for our people to stand on and build in their everyday lives. Then the Iroquois, the Muhindi, that represents the uh, fertility aspect as well as 
through um, children being the hopes and the futures of our families being brought to life. So they're basically representative of children. And you would normally put a ear of corn on the mat for every child in the family. Then the next principle or the next uh, symbol that's based, um, that's created from these principles in terms of honoring them are the Mishuma Saba, the seven candles. Remember, the seven principles, seven days. So there's seven candles and you light a candle each day for each principle that you're going to celebrate. Um, again, ceremonial objects that um, are about symbolically recreating the lights and the sun's power. There's three red candles, there's three green candles, and one black candle that's placed on the Kinara. So on the first side, you'll have three green, and then you have the black in the middle. That's the Omoja candle. And then the red, the remaining three will be red on the right. Then the actual Kinara itself is the actual candle holder. that represents the ancestry and um, the star from which we came. So um, another symbol is the Kikombe Chaumoja. That's a unity cup. That's libations for those that like to do libations. Um, basically, that's a ritual um, that's usually performed to honor the ancestors. And um, every family member and whoever's around will take a joint together as a sign of unity and remembrance. I know we're in COVID time, so that's a little difficult. So I am praying that everybody that does want to or wish to celebrate this, do it as safely as possible. And then another um, symbol that a major symbol that's really um, popular in this tradition is Zawadi, which are the gifts. Everybody want to say that this is a black Christmas. And I really, truly beg to differ. This is not the same. This is not something that has been rooted in or I will I, let me not say that. Let me choose my words carefully. Today's Christmas in Western society is really based on capitalism and commercialism. So to reduce Kwanzaa and the Unguzo Saba strictly to just a black Christmas, I think it's highly disrespectful as this tradition is not representative of commercialism. It's actually about things that do not require capitalism in terms of it's about inner character. Being rich spiritually, being rich emotionally, being rich mentally, physically versus using the stuff that we get to show tokens of appreciation to other people based on the Western way that we celebrate Christmas here in America. So I just really want people to understand this is not the black Christmas. This is something a little bit deeper than that, way deeper. But on the seventh day of Kwanzaa, Zawadi, which are the gifts, they're given to encourage growth, achievement and success. Handmade gifts are encouraged to promote self-determination, purpose and creativity. So I think that's dope. And what's the thing that's interesting is that one of my sisters, I got a lot of sisters, but one of them has always kind of been about homemade gifts. So I think it's interesting. And matter of fact, I need to, she just reminded me just even going over this just kind of reminds me of people that I know that embody these principles or have their own take on the symbolism outside of this this celebration so it's really kind of dope i need to hit up and tell her girl you you really been about this kwanzaa life and you may not even realize it but um again america we have so much dope rich history here as african-americans or as whatever you want to call it foundational uh, foundational black americans or um, american census slaves whatever you want to call it we have such a great history here and um and the reason why i say whatever you want to call it is because one of the principles of kwanzaa is about how you decide to define yourself so yeah but um at the same time it's also about unity with our family um our african family that are in different parts of the map the continent canada the caribbean so um for me this this time is really reflective and i'm just really excited and i just want to give a quick uh overview but i have another elder i gotta call <laughs> I told y'all, I don't know if y'all seen uh, my social media, but I said the rest of this week is dedicated to elders only. I've been really big on silence and just kind of limiting how much I say, what I say, who I say it to. 
besides my weekly lives on Instagram um, live that I, I do make time for, I think that is justifiable. Also, my Patreon, I do. Um, I've, I've been creating content for them. So that's justifiable. Um, but in terms of just casual talk, I've been really limiting that in the name of reflection and introspection. And um, the only exception is my elders. So if my grandmama FaceTime me. I'm a, you better believe I'm going to pick up the phone. So same with elders. As y'all seen, I literally was doing a whole episode. My elder called me and I was like, you know what? I'll finish when I get off the phone. So that's been my my uh, my promise to myself for the rest of this Gregorian year, which we'll talk about in the next episode of the Spiritual Homegirl podcast. Um, why, you know, my, my new focus on that. And also for those that are wondering, like how they going to get their stuff together and they they stressing out because they got five days left of the year. Like it, don't trip. Sometimes it's not going to happen in five days and sometimes it's not going to happen in five years, five months, five weeks. If the energy is not there for you to get right before this supposed end of quote unquote 2020, because again, we in Gregorian years, you know, so it ain't like, I mean, come on, let's, let's, I mean, I feel like I'm about to say a little bit of the next episode, but this calendar made up the Gregorian calendar. That was, that was for Pope Gregory. Let's keep it a thousand. A Pope made this calendar for us. So if you're not feeling like you're aligned with the Gregorian calendar, you're well within your rights. Okay. Like you well within your right. Like there are some people who follow the Kwanzaa calendar and dictate the, the 26th of December, which is today as their new year. Even me energetically, I honor the, the new year because I understand that based on what my elder has told me, this is the beginning of a new age for our people. So I, I recognize that energetically my new year where I'm like, okay, a cycle has ended doesn't start for me until Aries season. So maybe around late March, that's when it starts feeling real New Year's like. So I'm just telling people, man, if you're not feeling right about, oh, it's December 26th, I got to do something for the last five years and make it the best of it. If it ain't if it ain't in you to where it feels seamless and easy, don't even trip. It may not be the time and it may not be aligned. So that's it, y'all. I didn't want to hold y'all for too long. Um, umoja to y'all. And by the way, y'all, if y'all ever hear somebody tell y'all Habari Ghani, the answer is the principle of that day. So uh, tomorrow, if somebody says, Habari Ghani, y'all, that's like, what's the word? What's happening? What's up? What's the news? Then you're going to say Kuji Jagalia because that's going to be the second day and the second principle of the Nguzo Saba that we'll be celebrating for Kwanzaa. So that's it, y'all. It is currently 646. I know it's probably 946 on the East. I didn't want to hold y'all for too much longer because it is a Saturday and my episodes do not come out until Thursday. Plus, I really miss having production. So I'm going to record this next episode in enough time because I miss having my music on my podcast. Okay. So with that being said, this has been a very impromptu off schedule mini episode of the Spiritual Homegirl podcast. My name is Maria, the Spiritual Homegirl. I had a blast. And remember, trust the journey, trust yourself. Umoja. Peace.